Hello everybody, thank you very much for downloading this episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. For more information, you can visit the Cinema Catch-Up Club's official Facebook page. Just search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club. Or you can visit our website, thoughtjarproductions.com. This podcast is available on iTunes and SoundCloud, and we would really appreciate your subscriptions there, so pick your service of choice. For more information about this and other podcasts we produce, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com. And now, for this week's episode. Hello everybody, and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club podcast, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host, Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week, it's the first of two film flops. Dun-dun-dun. We asked our audience at home, hey, what are some films that flopped that you like? They put their suggestions in, there was a big vote, and we came up with two winners. So we're doing them both! Yay! Yay! The first of which is 1995's Waterworld. Insert theme song here. Uh, I don't think we're actually legally allowed, so uh, imagine theme song. Waterworld, Waterworld, there's a world, there's lots of water. That's that's an adaptation of... um, the theme song that I'm very familiar with. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, joining us to review Waterworld, we have someone who has seen the film and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen the film, it's Anna Weir. Hello. How are you, Anna? I am well. I am well. Thank you for having me back. No worries. Uh, just for the folks at home, who are you, Anna? And what do you do? Um, I am a... God, I say this every time. I am a third-year costume student at WAPA. And I am getting getting to the end of it all. Yes, because it's just three years, isn't it? Yes. Right, so... Has so, felt like... So many more. Mm. So many, many more. In the best possible sense? <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Excellent. Okay. And recently, we, we, did you work on the Strictly Ballroom that was on I recently? certainly did, yes. Oh, so which costumes were you in charge of? Um, I, We could literally, I could tell you about this for like two hours solid. You don't want me to do that. Okay. Okay. Just... Um, oh, okay. No, wait. So assuming you have seen, have you seen the I've film? Se- I've seen the film, yeah. Okay. So you know the couple um, that are best friends with... Scott, Wayne and Vanessa. Yes. The kind of gingery couple who mm. learn how to do the bogo pogo. Yeah. I made everything for them for the stage version. That's fabulous. Yes. Excellent. So a fun experience? You know what? It was actually, it was really, really good. Okay. And yeah. you've not seen Waterworld. I have not. I'm not excited. Not excited? <laughs> to see this movie. Is it because we started off this program by <laughs> yes. going, this film flopped hard? <laughs> I mean, I have, okay, I tell a lie. I've seen about four four minutes of it on God, maybe channel seven, like 15 years ago. Mm. And I went, ah, I don't think so. And turned it off, but I was a lot younger then. So who knows? Maybe it'll be, I don't know. It'll be interesting. It'll okay. be interesting. And what do you, what do you know about the film then? I know, t- I know two things. One that it was, I think that it was supposed to be very good. And Kevin Costner put like a whole lot of money and time and effort into it. I think that's the right Kevin. I get that is the right Kevin. Thank yes. you between him and Kevin Klein, who are so different. But I always think they're <laughs> Kevin the same Klein person. Kevin Klein in Waterworld would be amazing. <laughs> so I know that, and I know that it didn't work, mm. but I don't know why. Mm. 
Well, joining us is a guest who has seen the film and may be able to shed some light before we watch the film. It's Brett Cullen. Hello. Thank you for having me back. No worries, Brett. And uh, who are you, Brett? And what do you do? Oh, that's a big question. I think I've given a different answer every time I've been on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess professionally I'm an academic mm-hmm. uh, in film and video games, which are which is good. Good for tax deductions, that's for certain. Mm. Um, yeah, let's... Uh, too many things. Too many things. Yeah, too many things. Okay, and you have seen Waterworld. I have many, many times. Taped off probably that same broadcast oh, wow. on Channel 7 and okay. rewatched. It was definitely one of the ones that... Video Easy used to do shopper dockets where it was seven weeklies for $7. Right. So school holidays would roll around. Brother and I would get one of those dockets. Waterworld was one of them. Mm-hmm. And the Double Dragon film was the other one. Right. It would always go in. The what? Double Dragon. Don't worry, we'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. At some point, we will get <laughs> to that. Yeah. When we get to the alliterative film vote, uh, <laughs> we'll definitely uh, get onto that. Look, okay. it's that or Song of the South. So, mm. um, oh, let's not do that. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be doing that one. So, Brett, in a vague, <laughs> non-spoilery sort of way, mm-hmm. um, why why did Waterworld fail, I guess? That's kind of the question we've got mm. coming into this, is the thing that we know about this film is that it it is considered a flop. Hmm. Uh, I don't really know because I enjoyed it. So it was hard to frame around what's not enjoyed. It's probably a little bit too severe for its own good in some places. Mm. You'll see. It, it should be more ridiculous than it is. Right. But and I, I think that was Kevin Costner. Was he taking it very seriously? You'll see. He takes oh. it very seriously. Oh, okay. Whereas Dennis Hopper does not. Oh, I didn't know he was in the... I don't know anything about this, really. Yeah, it's not a spoiler, because it's a, it's a big one. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, I think it's time to watch the film. So, are you guys ready? Yes. Oh, yeah. And for those of you at home, pop in your DVDs and prepare to ask, have you ever seen paper? As we prepare to watch Waterworld. And welcome back, everybody. We have just finished watching Waterworld. And by we, I, of course, mean Anna and Brett. Hello. Hello. Still here. Yeah. <laughs> back. So, Anna. Yes. That was your first time watching Waterworld. It was. What did you think? That was... I don't want to use the phrase an experience lightly. <laughs> but, oh boy. That was... It was both better and worse than I was expecting. I have to agree with that entirely. Yeah. Um, I was not ready for what Waterworld was. That was just like, <laughs> it was bonkers. Yeah, you know what, that, that's the Futuristic perfect... epic. Sorry, futuristic <laughs> epic, uh, according to the interview um, that, that Brett is currently reading through of, yeah. from Kevin Carlson. The Collector's Edition Archival Handbook yes. came with the, uh, with, what is it, Blu-ray, yeah, the Blu-ray set. Yes, it's a it's a three. Can you believe there are three cuts of Waterworld? I can't. We can watch them back to back to back if we really wanted to. And uh, I'm gonna. And I, I will report back what the differences are. Okay. Please That's do. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because I have no desire to watch a single second more of this travesty. It is. What happened? It is. It is not a good film. I just read something interesting. Oh, oh please throw it? it in. Because I- ironically, I'm not sure if it's ironic because I haven't read the 
pretext. Ironically, after completing Waterworld's miniatures, Stetson Visual Services closed their doors forever. Oh, that's a shame because okay, they knew. Okay, going with the the uh, policy of you know your mum saying if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Let's yeah. focus on what we actually liked about. Well, the film. I got to say the like the production design quality and the world that they created was mm. very good. It was. Mm. I thought the miniature work to yeah. go to that. That's a great. That's actually not a bad thing to go out on. The miniatures no. of the underwater city no. were pretty great. It's a good good stop. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the even though it was plainly ridiculous, all the stuff with the jet skis and attacking the atoll and just all the carnage that was happening, it was well-crafted carnage. Yeah, it, yeah, was, it was very well like, choreographed. Yeah. The props and set department did their job very well. Yeah. Yeah, the realisation of the world, I think, is yeah. I think that's what attracted me as a kid. I'm like, this is yeah. really cool mm. and... Like what else is there in that? And there were plans for this to be a franchise thing. There was, there was like a mm. oh, we can tell this story. We can go here and there and there and like this aspect. Because when you're what little, what I just found out oh, is yes. the quest for dry land inside the Water Waterworld computer game. Oh. I'm gonna have to find that now. Okay. Yes. Um. This this handbook is proving very entertaining <laughs> yes. for someone like Brett. Um. <laughs> the yeah, the, the the design was great. I thought the costumes were pretty good. Yeah, they um, were they were good. Yeah. At they no were point, solid. at no point did it look like oh, they've just slapped on like a rough looking t shirt. Like yeah. Yeah. everything looked found or crafted or falling apart in just the right way. And even like the hats they were all wearing were look like like lobster pots and things yeah. that mm. had been found. St- yeah, yeah, stuff so that, you that could... stuff that would survive. That's what yeah. I liked. Is like it's yeah. all canvas and rough material. It was and... believable. That aspect was believable. And like you said at the end, his jacket was clearly made of the skin of that weird mo- can we talk about those monsters what yeah. was that which monsters the ones where he threw the it was God, the giant so like hammerhead th- remember at the beginning when he's coming into the atoll there's a big fish hanging up oh yeah half, yeah half butchered yeah, yeah. it's and like a when, weird hammerhead when thing. he was like i'm going fishing oh yeah and oh yeah the the, like, the ridiculous <laughs> yeah. fishing thing which that we'll was, get to so so his coat was made of that yeah it looked like it okay. was made of fish or something along those lines it was like a yeah. fish scale motivated kinda. material design yeah yes look that was aspect a battleship version for, oh. for tabletop as well who boy I have so much work to do after this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the design element was was really fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. Okay, you know what? I, I know I've started off strongly by saying this film was a travesty, and it is. Um, <laughs> but for different reasons. But for different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, even though those battle sequences were kind of insane in terms of what was happening within the story, and they were well realised. Yeah, hmm. they were. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was, it was, you know, it was like, oh, it's a bit of chaos here, this is fun. It was reminding me a bit of the feeling I got the first time I played uh, Fallout 3. Yes. Uh, kind of like that That structure of the atoll uh, was a lot similar to the structure of Megaton, just not exactly. in the water. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. thought, that, you know, there were elements of that where it's like, oh, this is what post-apocalyptic kind of fun stuff is. You know, yeah. it, it is reminiscent of good Mad Max films. Uh, yes. you, you know, but it's that, even going back to like medieval structures of having a castle, yeah, having yes. your lord protecting you. and Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. there was some fun bits there. I kind of like the weird pea soup goop that they dissolve yeah. bodies in. Yeah, that was like, reclaimed as is. Yeah. Um, so th- there's all Recycled. these... Recycled. Recycled, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's it. all these bits which are good. The story <laughs> is appalling. Oh my God. It's a, it's a shocker. Okay, so, so essentially... It's, it's almost like it's just a hair's breadth away from being good yeah like it's so close needed like five to six more drafts yeah Yeah. it really needed someone to go oh you just missed there chief that's that's kind of the impression i got the whole way what what do you think was the intention because clearly there was a bit of a journey that kevin costner's mariner went on and he started out as a really 
a big asshole. Yeah. Let's yeah. be clear. And by yeah. the end of it, he's hugging a little girl. And yeah. Yeah. So, but I d- okay. So I I did not feel as though that connection was earned at all. No, it was no. on the behalf of her. Yeah. She she, was she, good. she she did it. No, it was in like the the acting like in terms of like. Kevin Costner's a, a fine actor. We've seen him do some great stuff. Yeah. And, uh, He's the, very attractive. I'm just putting that in there. You know, to each their own. Yeah. Uh, it was and, the ponytail, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> it was the teeny tiny ponytail. <laughs> and the, the little girl was, was good. There, was no, there wasn't too much acting in this where I was kind of like, I don't think anyone here can't act. Except mm. for the guy. Oh, uh, the the almost Irish guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to him. But even then, I'm looking at, I'm looking at that and kind of going, I feel as though this particular ship has no rudder and one of the things that we know about this film is that there was a lot of creative control differences between the director and kevin cosner and at parts during this film it really feels like kevin cosner is just doing it to make himself feel good in yes. terms of all, yeah. all the stuff to do with his character, this sort of lone wonder archetype, which is one that we've seen in hundreds of movies before. Mad Max. Yeah. Yeah. But, the, but and we, even we were talking while we were watching it, something about Mad Max made it feel, it felt, he didn't feel like this much of an and asshole. Just an unrepentant yeah. dick. He just, like, like in, within his first sort of like few minutes on the boat with Helen, and when she's, you know, like, she's offered up, like, herself sexually to him as, yeah. like, you need to look after us. He drops a sail on her and beats her with an oar until yeah. she's unconscious. He hits her hard, yeah. too. And it's like, ca- and even I mean, that she's point, pointing a spear at him. Yeah. But still. It, it, but yeah. he knows she's not really not a threat. Do it. Yeah. yeah. It felt, uh, it just felt Gratuitous. gross, <laughs> yeah, to be honest. Quite a bit icky. Yeah, and it's kind of like, and the problem is, is it kept happening. He cut their hair as a punishment. I thought yeah. he was cutting her hair because he was going to do something clever and like fix the rope with it. But no, no. he no. was just doing it to humiliate her and put her in a position of like, of, of being underneath him in, in the structure on that ship. And then he did it to the child as well. Yeah, you know, just like, oh, I'm the swaggering seed bearer. I'm going to show my authority by being No more ponytails, just mine. Yeah, <sighs> it was... It really, really, really was quite distracting and mm. Yeah, because they reached the point where in any other movie, like the curmudgeonly I'm all alone by myself guy would have started to thaw and mm. be like, oh, maybe yeah. I cannot be such a dingus the whole time. Yeah. And they reached that point and then they just sailed past it mm. and were like, oh, yeah, I'm, still aw- I'm still awful. Yeah. Until, I'm we still- got, until we got slow-mo swimming, teaching, teaching in a, a Nola. How to swim. Yeah. Yeah. It was in slow-mo and it Doing was the Nirvana golden cover. hour. Which and... could have happened so much just earlier. Or even, oh, oh God, he just sucked. He mm. really did suck. It's just so aggravating. He was the weakest part of this film, I he think. He was, mm. which is kind of sad. Yeah. Well, and, and like, it just felt, and also it, it really just felt like it lacked a proper bit of direction it really like mm. you know, like it's like you know all the stuff of like oh we're going to introduce him peeing in a bottle to show him recycling the water and stuff like that it's like okay it's interesting then he swings on a rope then he swings on another rope then oh, he swings he, on he 20 sw- more ropes <laughs> swung yeah. on a lot He's of ropes yeah. what a world colon yeah. rope swinging yeah exactly he wants to be spider-man and tarzan at the same time <laughs> it's it's ridiculous and there's things like that it's all the climbing it's all the weird stuff he does with his toes it's just yeah. like well it's like throwbacks to errol flynn stuff you know yeah that every five seconds in errol flynn's pirate movies whoosh up he goes he like down he grabs one thing yeah. hits the sword then he's like mm. flying across the room but which we, can work it can but but it didn't work in this case no. it became distracting and silly in a film which has yeah. a lot of silly moments because <laughs> they just they felt like there was no Heart's not the right word, but there was no. Like... It wasn't motivated. Yeah, is what it was. Yeah, he was just... it was. It was 
plot was just it happening. It felt like any moment where there could have been like a, just a quiet bit of mm. character development or let's have some interaction and connection. They were like, or we could blow some things up mm-hmm. real quick, even though we just blew everything up two minutes ago. Yeah. Everything's very explosive in this film. Yeah. I mean, like okay. Hair, hair trigger jet skis. <laughs> that, okay, that is another thing. The explosions on the good list. Oh, yeah. These explosions look great. I we, mean, they were yeah. happening on set. Yeah. It was, it was like, had a record for a while, I think, for pyrotechnics. Yeah. So, it must have been a very dangerous set at some point. Yeah, I mean, they're controlled. I mean, like, but yeah. yeah. But Anytime like, you're setting off an explosion around people, it's yeah. probably you want to be making sure mm. it's good. And it looked, it those bits look great. And yeah. they held up. Like, the, how old the is siege this film? was awesome. Yeah. 90... 95 was 95. the release date. Goodness yeah. So me. it's almost yeah. 25 years old. And those bits look great. And you know what? Kevin Costner is actually pretty good at the running around looking like an action dude. Yeah, thing. he did He did mm. very well with it was, that part. Yeah, it was, and we've seen him. Again, it's the thing where I'm looking at him going, I've seen you in other films and I know that you can act. This is obviously partly Just a problem this, with the script and yeah, the director. Yeah, weird anomaly. Yeah. Um, but you're right. Like whenever he yeah. was, you know, like shimmying up a pipe or whatever, I believe that. Yeah. He was very physical. Hmm. Uh. Dennis Hopper's also in this film. Oh. Dennis Hopper steals every single moment he shows up. Um, I actually found myself a lot more sympathetic towards him, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of liked it. He was yeah. trying to, like, rebuild a society. Yeah, and he was doing an okay job at it. Yes, they were going around, like, murdering people, but mm. nothing in this world suggested, like, some sort of, like, big happy hippie commune was happening no, anywhere. No. No. Even on the atoll, everyone was kind of sucky Those guys were well. a bunch of atolls. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And, and they were suffering from from inbreeding. Yeah, and give us yes, super racist. <laughs> yeah, species. probably yeah, species. Yeah, running out of supplies. Mm. Probably all had scurvy. And they couldn't tell when someone with like white teeth and super blonde hair that didn't look completely shit was mm. obviously not one of them. Yes. Oh no, it's the guy with gills that's the spy. <laughs> Ooh, get him! Just yeah, that I was not sympathetic to anyone getting white. Whereas really, all. what you'd want. Is your children to have gills? Yeah, because that way they can survive. Edge. They, yeah, what? they they should have wanted like they should. Those people that were demanding his seed up until they found out that he was a, a you know he had gills. Mutant. Should have been the other way. Yeah, they should have been like doubling down, going mm-hmm. you know take us all. <laughs> well, they touched on some weird sort of theology stuff of oh it's blasphemer like the half out yeah. oh it's blasphemer. No, I've seen it. Oh, okay, all right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they never really go into any of that. There's just obviously some yeah, kind of religion somewhere. So. And like even with the little girl's tattoo on her back, everyone seems to know about it, mm. except for everyone who lives on the atoll. But how do they know? Why do they know? Yeah, mm. we're like there's the the you know the on res starting in the middle of the story, yeah. but this is starting way too far into it, and like, it's like. No, don't worry about that. Explosions and yeah. harpoons and jet skis under the water. throwaway line. Mm. Just give Little one line about description. Yeah. Well, then we like see it. Obviously, we're moving into spoilers. And if you haven't watched the film by now, don't. what are you doing listening to this part? Mm. Um, but like we see the skeletons at the end, which are presumably her parents, because you have the script, you know, the, like the weird Mandarin yeah. offshoot script yeah. pages. And, and she knows what to do with the music box. And yeah, but we ask like, well, how did she get off the island? And, and how did they die? Did they, like you said, uh, did they just lie down and go, "Well, we've served our purpose, <laughs> yeah. death." Yeah, like uh, there seemed to be there was meat, there was horses on the island, yeah. there was there was food, Vegetation, fresh there was water. fresh water. I don't know if we should be trusting these people. They <laughs> no. couldn't survive in the easiest place to survive <laughs> in Waterworld. I mean, what is this? You, you could sort of stretch your imagination to okay, maybe the female died, like the mother died in childbirth, but then what happened to the presumable? 
dad? Or did well, if that had happened, then did he keep her body in there? Why did he send her off? Like, was it to yeah. bring help? Did he? Did he or? There did are too many questions. Yeah. I don't think she would have died in childbirth because I don't think he would have gone. Well, I'm going to tattoo my <laughs> newborn baby, send her off in a boat, and then lie down next to this corpse until I die. Yeah. But I'll be honest, it wouldn't surprise me given everything that happened in this film when the. Bloody Grandpa Joe Gregor guy leaned on a lever and bloody Baron von Munchausen's balloon came up and they flew off. Then he left. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Jump off. Yeah. Do something. No, no. I'll be back in Act 3. Which was... Which you called. Profoundly upsetting to me because I love the actor who played, I don't know, Grandpa Joe. (laughs) His his name was Gregor. But yeah, when just the the moment I knew that this film was probably not going to be doing very well (laughs) was when the contabulous frab... Trashing of Professor Horatio <laughs> yeah. Hugh Fungal or whatever yeah. that thing Troy McClure was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as that set off, it was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, right. Okay, that's what this film is. Great. And, and, and like he throws the rope down and she kind of goes, Oh, fumble. Oh, well, no, no, he, he throws it. it behind and it like catches on the thing and then he's like immediately gives up and like, Oh, no. Oh, sorry. But just throw it again. She's still there. Yeah, it's a like, very long rope. I have no more rope. What do I do? <laughs> it's the world's shortest rope. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. So I'm many questions. Sorry. Also, a slow-moving balloon with a whole bunch... Like, I think every one of the smokers that attacked the asshole had guns. Yeah. yeah. If just one of them just went, ah, uh, oh, well, bang. Oh, no, no, they, they tried. One, one guy tried, and he hit a jet ski that just flew past him. And then the immediately time. gave up. Yeah, yeah no, and then no, went, that was the Gatling gun. That was the, the big yeah. MGs, and he was like, the piggy dude. That yeah. profoundly annoyed me. Go on. What uh, the Okay, the guy with the pig mask and the Gatling gun. Yeah. He had eyes, right? Yeah. He knew that no, he was bloodlust. So, oh, come on, it's piggy no. bloodlust. <laughs> he literally goes. <laughs> yeah, he's just there going. Oh, my, my job's only to hold down this button, and yeah. I don't hear anyone telling me to not shoot my own boss's ship. Yeah, because so I'm. I'll a, just do it. Yeah, just yeah. gonna keep. Oh, 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 and then he takes off the mask and is like, "What? Oh, Whoa-oh. oh yeah. heck, I messed up." It would have been smarter if he'd harpooned the gunner, mm. pinned him in place yeah. with his hands down, that would and been spun good. it around. Because then he's like. If you're staging it with the action, you have the his raft come in perpendicular, harpoon it, so he's going in front of the bullets, it's all very scary, yeah. mm. spin it around, cut the harpoon, and the thing spins and it's a little bit more motivated, but hey. Yeah. yeah. But but again. It just makes a tiny bit more sense. But mm. that's the whole thing. This film is clearly just nobody's gone, hmm. Hold on. Because <laughs> wait a second. Yeah, it's almost as though, yeah, Kevin Costner's like, nope, everything's instinct in this film. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> It's just, uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, another highlight, um, well, I guess a highlight just more personally, is that Jack Black's in this yeah. film. Yeah. He plays the pilot. Um, and I think maybe possibly survives up until the, the big ship goes down at the end. I would assume well, we don't so. see his death yes. at any point. He might yeah. be back for the sequel. Fingers crossed. He might have been off on a recon. Yeah, mission. but he's... It, it, yeah, we, we didn't see that. Because we were no. looking at it going... Is that Jack Black? No, it can't be Jack Black. And then look it up. Oh my God, it's Jack Black. It was, yeah, yeah it was great. It was lovely to see him. And... If we ever meet Jack Black, we have to bring that up. Yeah. 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 We'll go, Jack, Waterworld, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, pal. Actually, he just did a thing for there. IMDb yeah. where he looked at his old roles. Oh, okay. And that didn't come up, which is why I said, no, because ah. I would have brought that up. Mm. <laughs> Only the three of us know the secret. Mm-hmm. So we better go track him down. Yeah. Um, we, okay, let's touch on um, The Drifter. Mm. Uh, also known as the guy that looks a bit like Robin Williams. Oh, so I literally, I was like, <laughs> the who? Well, I, I I only know he's called the Drifter because I had to look him up on the on the official mm. cast list. Kim Coates. Yes, that Kim Coates. 
made me so angry in mm. like 19 different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a bad accent. I, that mm-hmm. first off was bad. Yep. Um, the performance, I actually didn't mind the performance as much, like the weird jumpy kind yeah, of like. It, it was, was kind menacing of like, and creepy. Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. Okay, you're going for it. Yeah. And then just the whole like, oh, now we've suddenly devolved into a part of the film where the Mariner is selling Helen mm. for paper. And then he... You ever seen paper? <laughs> <laughs> then he goes, actually, no, I've changed my mind. But that's supposed to be the bit where you're like, he is a good guy yeah. after all. Yeah. You're like, no, hold on. But was- if you frame it, mm. this trader showed up who's making a legitimate trade. Mm. Like It's an ugly trade. Yeah. Yeah, paper for, for, for sex. He thinks he's getting a deal. And then he comes down, Mario comes down and is like, no deal. Even though he and was he's like, like what? can I have 45 minutes with the little girl? Oh, yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. But, yeah. but Mariner goes back on the deal and then kills the dude. I'm like, oh, the lore of this scene is rough. It's mm. very rough. Yeah. The sexual politics in this film yeah. is not wonderful uh, no, 25 no, years no, on. No, they're not good. No. No, Some... it's it's a lot more. You were saying, Brett, it's a lot more misogynist than you remember it being. Yeah. Well, well fair, as a kid, a I didn't. Yeah, I don't. It. I don't know if I had a lot of. Yeah. yeah. I just like, remember when explosions and guns. When she took off her dress, I'm like, oh, something is awakening. <laughs> Hope this doesn't awaken anything. But like I said, there's moments from that film that is massively mm. burned into yeah. my brain. So after he goes fishing with his weird interpretive dance in the water, mm. and he shoots the fish from the inside, the big slab of meat he throws on the fire mm. was always burned into my mind. Mm. Was very and visceral. Yeah, just a big fatty like Black. bunk, and they're just stuffing their faces. Mm. With the weird monster that we never talk about again. Yeah. Yeah, they never really... I mean, there was a whole lot more they could have explained. Right. There was... I, I liked... I think I liked that... It made a good miniseries. Well, it's like the Star Wars uh, method of, like, injecting things that that are in passing, but shape all those parts of the yeah. world. Like, the cantina yeah. scene did everything for Star Wars from there on. You yeah. need to show... But you didn't really see many more aliens after the cantina scene in Star no. Wars. But you knew there were aliens. Exactly. Whereas now you're like, so you see the shark at the beginning, but it looks very sharky. Yeah, I, I think thought that they was just like a normal hammerhead. It, yeah, they could have, it was huge, but they could have made it a bit more Leviathan. Or like you know? green or something. Mm. Yeah, which well, that one was. That was the other thing. The pee at the start was green. There's some weird color transfer thing going on with this, this Blu-ray copy where yeah. it... It's not meant to be green. It is. It was yellow, but yeah. maybe I'll go check that. I oh, think he knows. He has half a fish. Yeah, maybe yeah. he's fish pee. Fish pee. I think maybe... Do fish pee green? No, I don't. I don't think so. I've never looked. Um, the the thing that I think maybe to compare it to Star Wars in that sense, though, but in the, in that sense of Star Wars, I think worked because alongside that kind of like strange otherness was a pretty okay story, and at yeah. no and at no point did Han Solo ever try and like pimp out Chewbacca for sex. Needlessly, no. he did bail on them. He did, but there's there's differing levels of, of yeah. shitty behavior. Like I will yeah. say about the first. The time when Helen's like, okay, well, mm. if I have sex with you, we, like, you'll let us stay and you'll look after us. Yeah. That didn't make me feel weird and gross because I was like, okay, well, she kind of doesn't have anything else. Yeah. And she, sh- she tried bartering. Yeah. The, like, she was decency, like, well, have my necklace, necklace. have this. Yeah. Uh, please do it out of the goodness of your heart. Okay, well, what other currency do I have? Yeah. And the shot where she's standing naked. Yeah, you can see her butt, but like, it's a full length thing. You're not, it's not like a weird close up on anything, any part of her body. However, Disc 3, the Ulysses Cut Limited Edition Exclusive, oh, high, defi- high Definition Blu-ray, presentation of the extended European Ulysses Cut, which includes previously censored shots and oh. dialogue. So who knows so maybe there what is that a... contains. So like that part didn't make me feel gross because she was of her own volition going, yeah. hey, can I give you this service yeah. for mm. a bit? 
but this then, is what I have. You know, him hitting her with the oar, bad. Mm-hmm. Him yeah. cutting her hair, bad. Him being like, yeah, this creepy, crazy guy from the sea, you can you can bang her, that's fine. Yeah. Just all of that, I was like, okay. Now and all of, is... those, all of those things happen quite far apart. It's yeah. not like it's a boom, 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 At- he's a bad guy. It's, yeah. He's a bad guy, bunch of stuff happens. He's a, still a, an asshole, mm. bad guy. Continues, really bad guy. Oh, actually, no, he's changed his mind. Hooray, now we're in hero mode. Like, top of the middle of the second act, he's like, oh, yeah. let me teach you to swim in golden hour. In which, when mode. you think about it, actually, coming from the village, which is fairly unusual, there was no sexual violence on their behalf. No. Which mm. often there is. No. So that was another point where there I was, was like, this barely, guy doesn't seem so bad. There was barely any violence. Like, there was the, the you know, thuggery, bang, bang, stealer stuff. Yeah, or the... But, like, un- Dennis Hopper wasn't, like, a maniac who cut no. up the kids or... yeah. Like he shot him. He was all very reasonable for the most part. Like, I mean, yeah, but, style, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they they were saying, you know, like you know, well, we've all killed little girls, haven't we? That kind of thing. But that almost sounds more like just like general bravado of yeah. like we're meant to be bad. Tee hee hee. Really, the bad the, the baddest thing that he does in this film, Dennis Hopper's character, the Deacon, um, the Deacon. is he which has, is a cool man. Yeah, not he, as as good as a, a Morton Joe, which was the refined version. Mm, later he on. he has the Light Eternal Shiny and Crown. <laughs> I really love that film. He has the two. Um, um, people from the atoll up and he says all right whoever tells me at first i'm not going to shoot them and mm. like that's kind of like he's playing a bit of a game with them but it's not anything but basically i think the deacon is actually a slightly more uh, well-rounded yeah, character yeah. Yeah. and then with that yeah, he doesn't shoot them but what he does is he gets blonde lion men to yeah. shoot them so yes. he's true to his word yeah in a roundabout and also he's kind way. of Fun and theatrical yeah like, he's, he's a theater villain yeah really. you, know, you can he, see like, why he's the boss yeah yes yeah, he's got good presentation style. He wears that little captain's hat at the start of his big speech. <laughs> you know, he's, he's he wears got, the trucker cap. He's got cap. his gym beam. Yeah, yeah the trucker, tru- trucker cap on a jaunty angle when he's talking to yeah. the girl trying to win yeah. her over. Trying to be... It doesn't a, last very look long. Look at my no. hat. I'm, I'm approachable. Yeah. You're never too young to start. Yeah, he does end that scene threatening to put her in a jar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't end up well, but it starts. Yeah. With well, but also the mariner threw her in the water and she couldn't swim. Yeah. Mm. So, you know... She's had a bad time. She really has. Has she is one of the best things about this film. She's though. so good. Yeah, yeah. Tina Majorino. Majorino, yeah. Yeah, all the stuff, but all the stuff with her, with um, with Dennis Hopper's character is very good. It was it was good, but it did make me say uh, I, I wanted to see like a post apocalyptic Annie with her yes. as Annie <laughs> and his daddy Warbucks, <laughs> just just Deacon sailing Warbucks. around the seas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think about it. The Mariners just shown up and wrecked an entire economy and civilization. Mm. Sure, they're piratical and you know, sensibly bad guys. Yeah, mm. but but all those people are just dead now. Yeah, just that's, like massacred an that entire. That sucked. All the people who were down when he um lit the. They just want land. Petrol. Yeah. Although that one guy in the oil tanker going, oh thank God, that was <laughs> that was, was good. Yeah. That's another that's another one that stuck with me because yeah. I think the I reflection seeing, of the like, flame in his eyes or his mm. glasses that yeah. was pretty cool. As a, as a kid, I was like, oh, no, that guy's had a horrible life. And then I remember, oh, yeah, he spat on him and he, like, fell over. He must be super weak. Oh, no, he's been around. He's been down there the whole time. Yeah. Oh, Deacon is a bad guy. Yeah. Because he's the fun bad guy. He's the big, loud. But then when you kind of, like, take a step back, you're like, oh, he is. Mm. Yeah, he's cartoonishly evil. He did also have that tower with bodies that he was using, like, puppets. <laughs> Marionettes. That, that was pretty Wait, bad. Wait, mi- when was that? I missed that. So you, you looked know, at your you, phone, I think. I did. My sister was texting me. I'm sorry. Ugh. When when there's when there's the tower, it's the, the same thing in 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 Fury Road. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, the same thing. They find a tower floating in the water. It's it's just before um, oh. the second attack. Fury Road ripped off Waterworld. 
I think Waterworld ripped off Mad Max. Yeah, that's, I that's think all. you're fine, that's sir. Look at it. But, George Miller. Yeah, there's, 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 there's Talk this... smack about George Miller here. <laughs> yeah. There's this tower. There's a bunch of bodies in it that are all waving, and then it cuts to a shot inside, and they're all their hands are on ropes, and the deacons just pulling it, going like. I completely missed It was that. a very quick shot because then it turned yeah. into an attack where you had all the jet skis. That was the jet skis underwater. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was busy being mad about that. Yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, you got quite outraged. Like, that's, that can't happen. I like, really yeah. did. I mean, there's so much just ridiculous stuff. There was the, oh. there was the diving bell sequence where she didn't get the bends and had mm. enough air in that little It was bell. very full. There was only yeah. like a yeah, sort of a head's height worth of air in there. Yeah. So like... Presumably, that... I think it takes... Eight minutes or twelve minutes or something to get mm. really deep. So, but like you could almost forgive the ridiculousness of this film if it wasn't if that you thought they were even having like a tiny bit of fun with it. Mm. Yeah, because you, know, you watch movies, you're Dennis like, oh, Hopper but was. Having, yeah, he was having a great time. But Dennis Hopper, but was just Kevin Costner is like grimly muscling his way through it. He's like, if I just put one more knife between my teeth, it'll be fine. Mm. That's, I think that's what I said at the beginning. It, it was, it's oh, too severe for its own it good. Is. It could be, You're so it right. could be, you know, comic booky and pulpy, and he could be like less a fun morose, swashbuckly and... kind of. Hmm. Yeah, he's so relentlessly grim. Would this have been better if it was Brendan Fraser as yes. as the as the Mariner? Absolutely, that's why the Mummy worked. Mm. The Mummy yes, was fantastic. He's charming. For that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't want to watch Brendan Fraser hit a woman with a. But would he have done that? No, because, he wouldn't have. Well, there's because no. not my Brendan he would have Fraser. Got, he would have yelled in her face yeah. because a lot of this with and then she would have yelled right back. Yes, it's really tricky to know how much of this is Kevin Cosner's input because if he's getting fully immersed in this character and kind of going like, no, he really is like just a real asshole and yeah. like he'd hit a woman with an oar. Mm. If he's had his falling out with the director already by that point and is taken over control of, produ- of the production, Too many Kevin's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too many Kevins spoil the film. That's, yes. that's what we've got. <laughs> but the in reverse, Kevin, right? I wouldn't want to watch Brendan Fraser in The Untouchables, for instance. You well, know what I mean? No, but The Untouchables kind of worked. We didn't need to... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we didn't need to substitute for that one. But it's... It, yeah, I mean, Kevin Costner, this was a huge money, mate. This, they spent heaps of money. And you saw like it, you right? you could see why. They built the atoll. Yeah. That was a full set. Yeah, and that looked great. Yeah, and it was all on water shooting as well. Mm. So they God, had to that go somewhere. So that, miserable. Oh, it would suck. But mm. then... It, it you know made no money, but he. I'm just reading this little book here. He did a film called Wyatt Earp before that. That failed. Oh yeah. And then he made this, and this failed. Oh okay. And I think he took a break, and then he made The Postman, and that failed massively as well. Yeah. That was The Postman. That was Waterworld on horses, basically. Oh it was yeah. Not, okay. So he needs to chill it with the. Yeah, and it wasn't until he was in Man of Steel where he became a, a thing again. God, was that it really? Mm, from memory, oh. I'm not, I don't remember anything in between that. He. Wasn't he in one of the voices in the Road to El Dorado? Even Probably. if he was, I don't think that's saving him from Waterworld. No, <laughs> it's a really good film. It is a good film, but yeah, he'd need a couple of El Dorados. That might be Kevin yeah. Klein. I might be getting my Kevin's confused <laughs> again. again. Uh, well, th- this, this could have been a big, fun tentpole movie that could have gone somewhere else. Hmm. There's a, In this, there's a in the book that I'm pointing to, there's a comic book, a prequel comic book, ah. but not with Kevin Costner's face. Is it is it somebody just turning on a tap and then forgetting <laughs> Waterworld? <laughs> no, no, it's it's a comic book series, but obviously they didn't have rights to his likeness. Oh, so it's some so gruff it's, oh, 80s generic man. Wow, yeah. He's, the Mariner returns in all new adventures. He looks oh, like, he looks like oh, Bill series, from True Blood. Oh, this is sad. It was entitled Waterworld Children of Leviathan, while the series was limited to only four issues. It did answer several questions that the film did not, including how the world became flooded. Are you alright? Oh. Someone turned on that tap. Yeah. <laughs> um, Everyone turned on the tap. Yeah. The way the way this film finished. <laughs> I went out for dinner at once. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
the way this film finished with the um, the bungee rope. <laughs> oh man! Which you you called that? I did. And I didn't. Be- and I and I was waiting. That. I was going. Oh, she doesn't know she's right. <laughs> she doesn't know how ridiculous this is going to get. It was beautiful. With a three jet ski crash, where uh, I noticed that the cut that there was a definite cut where the yes. jet skis don't hit each other, and yeah. then there's the explosion. Jeez, it was. <laughs> it's a strong. Finish. It was everything this film deserved. As and then, a final, final presumably, film. there's a there's a big old time crunch there where they're just drifting in the air for a while because they have chapped lips and yeah. Where he gets the water bottle with nothing left and tips it out in his hand and then rubs it on the girl's face and yeah. we're like, just tip it into her mouth. Yeah, that's just weird. It's just it was just a very frustrating way to yeah. to finish it. But and then yeah, they find the island and he just decides, nap. I'm not sticking around. And to be honest, I was like, good. Yeah, get out of here. Probably better off. Yeah, I yeah. belong in the sea. You are right. Get in the sea. That's kind of my although. Approach. Where do they go from here? Do they just start bringing people back to the island? I don't know. Everyone else in the adult was kind of a jerk. Right. Yeah. None of them like supported aggressively the whole idea. Mean. I'll it's for me. No, I'll, I saw yeah. it. Oh. Oh, I'll, I'll be completely me. honest. You don't care. I do not care in the slightest. <laughs> um, no, look, this is, I'm going to be writing the Waterworld sequel. Okay, look, if you do, here we go. Please, please sorry. Let now me know. I'm just reading this book. Son of Waterworld. The post-apocalyptic adventure genre owes a great deal of debt to George Miller's striking and trend-setting Mad Max trilogy. So it's no just wet Mad kidding. Max. Yeah, wet man, <laughs> wet Max. He's mad and he's wet. <laughs> wet damp, Max. Damp Max, because that's even worse than being wet. Because you're going to oh, damp is worse. Damp Max, sodden fury. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. We've cracked the franchise. Excellent. Um, would you guys like some trivia about Waterworld? Yeah, oh, on. I would love it so much. Oh, hang on. Before you do that, oh, yeah. do you want to talk about the Waterworld experience at Universal Studios, which was one of their longest running attractions? I was actually, yes, going to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, but let's, let's do it now because yeah. that is the weird kind of like success offshoot um, a, of this a film. A film that cost so much money and lost so much money and yet was still lauded as a a really great live stunt show. And I've seen videos of it. Yeah. And it, it was basically, it's a few different sequences. So it's like the attack on the atoll, it's the biplane wrapping around the thing, and it's the explosion stuff at the end on the oil tanker, all done live in front of you with explosions. That's really cool. and mm. Yeah, yeah. See, like, I, would, I would see that. Or I, like do a, a ride did. that was Waterworld themed. It was super popular, but it was based on this franchise of a film that didn't, Mm. Ever franchise and it, and it stayed around for yonks Yeah And it, it yeah. remained a super popular attraction Because because again One of the things this film did well Was the water stunts Yeah They were uh, very cool Okay maybe the bit stuff. where they're jumping up the ramp And into the atoll is kind of oh, like that's that That's kind of genius though It, it is kind of genius but You but couldn't stabilize that raft Oh there's, just... yeah. there's a quote in this That's made me like Kevin Costner a lot less Oh dear Oh would you would you like to read it out? Yeah I will Okay um, so this is put some put some like tragic music under yeah. this. Yeah. So the title of this little essay bit is called Merman's Woes. At one point in the film, the mariner makes Costner's point by smacking Jean Triplehorn in the head with an oar. He just comes out and bangs her in the head. Laughs Costner. The audience laughs because this guy is really tough. But I'm hoping pe- that people get the fact that it isn't a gratuitous hit. He hit her because she was holding a gun on him. It would have been easy to have ended the scene where the mariner drops a sail on her and not have him come across as being brutal. But that wouldn't have been consistent. The generosity in the character was that he didn't throw her overboard or kill her. That's, I'm just going to mark an extra point right. off my score. Alrighty, Kev! Yeah. And Kevin Costner wonder why he failed as a director. Yeah. Alrighty. So trivia, you had some trivia? Yes, I do. <laughs> Oh, but just as on that, you can Sorry, find yes. you can find the Waterworld experience on YouTube. There's some channels that have oh, the cool. whole thing documented, and apparently it was like a really attractive emerging stuntman 
opportunity. Oh, so you'd go oh, and do yeah. that and then mm. go off and do... Yeah. Cut your teeth. There yeah. you go. Or not cut your teeth. Okay. Yeah, catch your teeth on fire. Hmm. All right, some trivia. Yes. Uh, it is rumoured, which I think we can probably say now it's not basically fact, no. uh, that director Kevin Reynolds and Kevin Costner had a huge squabble <laughs> over no, the film. No, really? it doesn't show Result- at all. That's crazy. Yeah, resulting in Reynolds walking off the project and Costner... Swimming away. Yeah, just swimming away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Splash, splash, splash. Screw yeah. you, Kevin. And Costner had to finish. Uh, Reynolds was quoted as saying that uh, Kevin Costner should only star in movies he directs. That way he can work with his favourite actor and favourite director. Oh, <laughs> wow. On, on the back one. here, it still says a Kevin Reynolds film. Mm. Then it says Kevin Costner. Then the title Waterworld. Mm. That's not normally the way you put your no. cast yeah. in. So and obviously, then, and then it did it did pop up that, that the first credit that popped up was directed by Kevin Reynolds. Mm. Mm. So you that know. would be like a SAG thing, though. I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Um, Kevin Costner personally invested twenty-two million dollars <sighs> of his own money into this film. Oh, whoops. Yep. Oh It'd be dear nice to have me. Some money, wouldn't it? Mm. Oh, he doesn't anymore. No. <laughs> He's got that Man of Steel paycheck. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, I still got Dances with Wolves. True. But then in the Robin Hood. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. That accent. He, Kevin Costner's career is maybe very well reflected by Waterworld, which is yeah. like dizzying highs and really bad lows. And like, yeah, terrible personal choices yeah. Yeah. by the people involved. Yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of Kevin Costner, he stayed in an oceanfront villa with a butler, chef, and private swimming pool for $4,500 per night. Crew members were forced to live in uninsulated condominiums that were subject to temperature swings of up to 50 degrees. I actually mm-hmm. couldn't get more annoyed at Kevin Costner right now mm. if I tried. This inequity of accommodations contributed to an onset hostility and low morale. Eat the rich. <laughs> yeah, I've been on sets like that. It's mm. really bad. Mm. No one wants to be there. No one respects the director. So when no. the director's asking for something... You're like, why would I bother? Like, oh, you, you smug expletive. Mm. Like where it's not it's not been that bad, but yeah. I've stayed in places that are not great. Yeah. You're basically camping, but after doing a twelve-hour day, yeah, in the desert. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, it's a bit rough, but yeah, you can imagine. I can I've done some. The director should be in the trenches with everyone else, basically. Yeah, some of the best directors I've ever worked for have mm. come around at the end of the day and literally shaken hands with everyone and said thank you for the day. Yeah. And those are the people that you go to bat for. Mm. I've been on shoots that are on the beach and in water a little bit. Nightmare. I yeah. cannot imagine what it would be like to be on boats every other day. Oh, like, oh. Just... Also, his villa had a swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Betty didn't use Practice? That. Just, just more like... Keep the tan? I just... They were all very tanned. They it's were. the last thing I'd want at all yeah. if I mean, I'd been in water even, You back. wouldn't even want to shower at the end of the you day. You know what it probably was? Mm-hmm. Rehearsals. Because he's doing stuff in the water so much, oh, he probably yeah. was rehearsing like, I need a lot. that. Yeah. yeah, I need this. I need to kiss this woman I've hit with an oar in the water for like mm. 40 minutes. It's okay. Well, I'll kiss, breathe for both like, of us. Just kind of like headbutt and yeah. touch lip. Uh, for the Japanese premiere, Kevin Costner had his private plane, another point oh, off, uh, flown to Tokyo. Uh, however, he failed to Was get... Was he in it? <laughs> <laughs> Just going to Tokyo. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting there. Kevin Costner's plane! <laughs> Sorry, yeah. the way you phrased that was strange. Um, he failed to get permission to stop his plane at the airport for the duration of his trip. Oh, he, he asked the Navy if he could use their airport in Atsugi. They agreed, but only if Costner showed the movie there and made a personal appearance. Yeah, why not? And he, oh, yeah, enough. jokes on you, Navy. Because <laughs> yeah. that film's bad. <laughs> they would have loved it, though. No, yeah. they would have had a good time. Yeah. yeah. They've been on this ship for how long? Oh, yeah. Mm. 
The 1,000 ton floating setup used to make the atoll used oh. all of the available steel in the Hawaiian Islands. Oh, that's wow. When more was required. You were right about the dark volcanic. Mm. Uh, when more was required, it had to be flown in from California. That would be costly. Mm. You should call him Kevin Far Costley. out. Kevin Costley. <laughs> Nailed it. Take that, Kevin Costner, when you listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll make sure Burn. you get passed along via Twitter to someone. Yeah. I mean, look, if you want to come on, Kevin, and defend the film. Yeah, yeah. actually, you know what? I will gladly have this argument with Kevin Costner in person. Yeah. And then I'd be thrilled to do that. Then we can have an oar off. We try to hit each other in the head with oars. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Practically writes itself. Just saying that invitation's open, Kevin. <laughs> uh, the studio didn't have any money... Uh, sorry, I'll What's start After the film came out. <laughs> no, I, I, what studio was it? Okay. Universal. It was oh, Universal. Okay. Um, let me try that again. The studio didn't spend any money researching weather patterns off Hawaii's Kona Coast where the oh, film was shot. Oh, Heck. If they had, they would have learned that the area was subject to 45 mile per hour winds, Oof. which constantly blew the set out of position and ruined shots. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere that's going to have water like that is probably going to be... Tropical weather. Yeah. I mean, I know it's the 90s, so there was no Google, but like a quick phone call to anyone who lived in Hawaii. Yeah. Just be like, hey, what's it like there? Yeah, their, their Bureau of Meteorology. It would have been known. Yeah. Oh, surely. They just, I just it would have been some producer's job to do that. I yeah. just like the idea of some Hawaiians just looking out going, are they Are they really going out there? <laughs> do they? Let's watch. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, everyone, come, yeah, yeah, come down yeah, to the yeah. beach. They stole all our steel. Come on, let's go and watch. <laughs> um... <laughs> Neither the 1,000 metric ton floating set nor any of the 30 boats used it by the cast and crew had bathrooms. Oh, dear. Filming had to stop so people could be ferried to portable toilets on a barge anchored near the shore. That would have smelled wonderful. Who needs to go to the poop barge? <laughs> oh, no. Wow. And that would have had to be built into the schedule. Yep. God. This would have been a nightmare of a shoot. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't want to think about this as something that I imagine the two of you wouldn't think about too much, but I wouldn't ever like to think about female crew members having yeah. to have their period just it would have stuck been, out on a boat in the middle of nowhere. It would have been mm. awful. Yeah. It would have been against a lot of union rules, like, I would say. They would have been skirting some pretty serious issues with this. Jesus. Mm. Far out. Though widely called a box office bomb on its release, even nicknamed Kevin's Gate, after Heaven's Gate. Um, <laughs> Thank you, I didn't get that reference. <laughs> the film eventually did turn a profit. The film cost $235 million to produce and market. Yeah. Far Holy out. moly. Far out. It grossed $264 million worldwide, uh, of which approximately 55% went to the studio and the remainder uh, to If you say went to Kevin, I'm going to be so angry. No, no, no. Uh, as of 2013, the film has actually earned a profit of $8 million from video sales and TV oh, It's only taken 20 years. Yeah. Some silly chumps that buy the uh, three DVD, three Blu-ray box mm. set. You keep jumping back to feeling sorry for aspects of this film. I, I know, it... I do. It's just, it's my nature. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> uh, my bleeding heart. Yeah. Gene Triplehorn, which remains the best name. Worst so name. good. Best worst name for... Gene Triceratops. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she refused to strip for this film, even though she had done nude scenes before and would do them in films afterwards. Oh. She insisted on choosing her body double for that scene. Oh, wow. Go. She did it. She picked a nice looking lady. Pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, she wanted the naked backside on the film to resemble her own, just not to be her own. It did. I thought it was her, I must say. She, yeah. had, she had the three finalists. So come... I guess that's why there's no shot from the front. Mm. So, well, uh... there's, the, there's the shoulder up. Like, but yes. But yeah, she wouldn't but have been just, nude for that. You wear some real Nothing work. gratuitous. Yeah. Yeah. 
Triple Horn had the three finalists come to her trailer and drop their robes. She described it as such an odd experience that none of them could stop laughing. In between takes of the nude scene, Triple Horn remained off camera to offer a robe or towel to the double. Aww. Oh, that's lovely. So, But she was like, Kevin, you're not seeing me naked. Yeah. I know I know. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. She shouldn't have to be. She doesn't want to be. I'd be really curious to know what the shooting order of that was. Like now knowing how disastrous it was. Sometimes you can watch a film... And see where it was a bad day. Oh. Yeah. I'd be very curious because that kind of stuff, I guess you'd put, you put the big stunts, you'd start it. So it'd be beginning, middle and end, but mm. you wouldn't necessarily, they might've only, I reckon they probably didn't have Dennis Hopper for very long. Mm. If it's shot in Hawaii on barges and stuff, they probably yeah, didn't have him very long. He's going to turn off and be like, I don't think so. The yeah. other thing Doing is, this real quick. having a kid there, you can only have a kid on set for X amount of hours or whatever. Yeah. She's laws. in a lot of the film. She is. Mm. Wow. Yeah. This would have been a no, no they, wonder they forgot toilets. They had everything else yeah. to worry about. And it's not like they could really film any of her stuff sort of like on a sound stage. Well, they did the nighttime stuff on a sound stage. Yeah. But yeah, look, this film was obviously uh, fraught with logistical issues yeah. that just weren't well thought out. Yeah. Bad producing. The portrait on the wall that Deacon called Old St. Joe <laughs> is ah. Captain Joseph Hazelwood, who crashed the Exxon Valdez oil tanker into a reef off Alaska's southern coast, spilling millions of gallons of crude oil into Prince William Sound in 1989. Which a lot of is still there. When the smoker's yes. boat sinks, the name Exxon Valdez is clearly visible. The real Exxon Valdez was repaired and renamed several times um, and briefly hauled oil across the Mediterranean Sea. In 2012, it was officially decommissioned yeah, by the Chinese company that owned it and uh, has been broken down and sold for scrap. Ah, so their apocalypse happened in like the early 90s. Yeah, before 2012, basically. So which really, for the way that we're going, seems about no, right. It's about right. Quite frankly. A few years out, but we'll see. Mm. And finally... How well can you swim? I'm not, I can float. Okay. Yeah. Get on that. <laughs> just saying. Hang on a sec. Let's Buy just check behind, the, the, behind his ears. Oh my God. No. Don't look at my feet. They're webbed. No. I'm not a mutant. You're the mutants. Also that part. Why? Oh, that was never addressed. Which part? Him being a mutant. Why? It's just a genetic. Well, no, they say, what did they say? An evolutionary leap. Yeah. Which makes sense. But that takes many, many, so, many generations. Uh, like, and why were, gills? Yeah. Webbed toes, that's fine. People have that now. Mm. But, but there's there's a tribe somewhere in, um, you know, like the Pacific Islands somewhere, mm. and their lung capacity yes. is really, really massive because they go diving for all their food. Mm. That's the evolutionary step. that would, You wouldn't just yeah. get gills. You just have, like, crazy good lung capacity. And behind the ears. I mean... Yeah. Well, like, that's where fish gills kind of are on their heads. Yeah, it just... It, 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 but you, you imagine... that So, mm. so like, oh, yeah, the anatomy going down the... into your windpipe and yeah. through you all did, the muscular... Like, different lungs and... Oh, there's a whole... Ugh. Mm. Are we trying to put logic into this film yeah, again? Yeah, sorry, I'm doing it again. Yeah, it just seems to be the case. The final uh, bit of trivia uh, from this film is the original ending of the film. Um, mm. Was it better? Well, let's judge. Um, <laughs> the Mariner isn't leaving simply because he's freaked out over dry land or that he's got land sickness. Mm. Um, he reveals to Helen that there may be other mutants like him out there and that he must find them to tell them about dry land and Helen. And Helen? That's how this is worded. <laughs> okay. So Who wrote that? That's... Mm. So he's gone to this place. He's There's gone... hot ladies out there. If you hit them with oars, they'll bang you later. <laughs> it's like a reverse siren. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Like, there's more of me. That makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you about dry land. 
they're gill people. Yeah. They don't care. He, yeah. he freaked out. He well, saw a horse and went, what the hell is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm out of here. And this is someone who went inside a uh, monster fish to yeah. get some dinner. That yeah. said, so, like, it would totally fit his character of being a complete asshole. <laughs> yes. Of going, hey guys, I found this really great place. And they all turn up and go, whoa, we don't like this. <laughs> it doesn't move right. Makes my tummy feel funny. Oh, curse you, Mariner. <laughs> I mean, that has to have been the sequel idea, right? Like the Mariner's journey is out to find, and he finds a little girl with gills. Mm. Oh, and then they can truly be father and son. Father and son? No, that's not how I shouldn't say any more because my agent will kill me if I give it all away before we start shooting. Well, uh, with that being the case, let's score the film. (laughs) So Anna, as you have not seen the film before, you get to go first. What score are you giving Waterworld out of 10? It's tricky because I'm not going to say I hated it, but that is because I sat next to a person who allowed me to make fun of it the whole time. Mm. It was a fun experience watching it. Yeah, like I enjoyed watching it, but the film itself, I don't know, like a... Oh, like a four. Just mm. yikes. And it could have been it could have been really good. Yeah. And it had Michael Cheater in it. And I really like him and I want to give it more because of that, but I won't. Mm. So I don't know, like a four. Four. Just okay. Kevin. What Ugh. about what about you, Brett? <laughs> um it it was very different to how I remember. I I haven't seen it for quite a while. Mm. The bits I remember were the fun bits, like the action yeah. scenes and the the world building stuff of the giant fish and mm. him dropping the flare and then just be like, Oh, that's really cool. That was but cool. yeah, that casual misogyny that just kind of permeates the first two acts there. Mm. Yeah, don't didn't remember that. No. D- well, didn't, to didn't be have fair, the context. Why would you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean it could have been a learning experience. So I think <laughs> out of ten, yeah, like five jars of dirt out of ten, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I just kept thinking about that the jar of dirt thing. I kept thinking about that stupid bit in Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. where he's I like, gotta I got a jar of dirt. Yeah. Oh, oh no. sorry. Before we move on, yeah. I was saying before, why doesn't he just have heaps of jars of oh, dirt yeah. and live like a king? Yeah. He could get any time he wants. Yeah. He could get all the money. He could have chits and chits and chits. Yeah. Heaps of chits. He could have blitz and chits. He could have a chitload. Nice. Not that there's anything to spend them on. Yeah, no, they can buy oh, still. your shop's pretty empty. Yeah, <laughs> have you noticed the apocalypse? Yeah. I'll buy the shelves. <laughs> you dumbass. So yeah, sorry. That yeah, that, no, that is yeah. one question that stuck right. with he me since it, I was a kid and I first saw they it. They could have like set up a dredging system. He could have been the savior. Hmm. Of... He could have built his own island. Yeah, he and could again, have his own adult. And it, but again, the whole dirt thing. When you see that, you're like, you asshole. You're making these people think there is a dry land out there. Yeah. All you're doing is just like picking up some soil and letting it dry. Did you notice the giant tree on the atoll? Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, it was like a mangrove or something. Yeah, you need something to grow You know what? That stranger that stole his limes at the start of the film, I'm really now siding with that guy. <laughs> yeah. And he leaves that guy to get murdered as well. Yep. Oh, Doesn't even get his those limes, limes were so plastic. Yeah, I've never yeah he bit them and then kept like a yeah, market. Yeah, Yeah, was look, standby props would have been yeah. like, oh mate, look, um, I did not like this film. <laughs> no, um, I just can't understand. Why. I don't think I've ever seen you dislike a film so vehemently. Oh, uh, look, we've been very lucky over the series of this um, podcast so far that there's not been too many films we've seen <laughs> that are which have been bad. There's been a couple, you know, Brand well, New Day wasn't. Great. Right. It's um, time for a new era. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where you know, you occasionally, even the original Mad Max wasn't yes. necessarily fantastic. But like it was, you know. But but at least it had something going for it. This this does have something going for it, but it's very much 
technical level stuff. Yes. And, it, and it was very well done. And the technical level stuff is what saves it from truly, truly getting a, yeah. a an absolute hiding. But, but it's you, almost worse because that's what tricks you. Yeah. yeah. You see the technical level stuff and you think, oh, this but is going to be You can see how good. they distilled that technical stuff, the action that was really fun, yeah. into a really profitable long-running ride. Oh, God, right? yeah, because that's really what it is. But if it was Kevin Costner's Waterworld where he came out and did a... He came out and did a, a show every time. Yeah. Like, nah, nah, never mind. Not this guy. Let's shut that down. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, as much as I like those things, though, God, it's a bad script. Oh, yeah. God, Kevin Costner's character is just a real problem. Um, there's just so much to dislike. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I can really only give it two and a half false eyes out of Ooh, ten. Wow. It is. That's the lowest score so far, yeah. I think. Uh, it's well, no, I did. Uh, Spice World was pretty low for me. You didn't like Spice World? Spice uh, How can we be friends? But 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 Spice Meatloaf is his bus driver. Yeah, Maybe that's anything true. with World in the title is. Oh uh, no! Yeah. Yeah, Waterworld, World's Spice End. World, anything else like that, we're in trouble. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, we're coming for you. Oh no! <laughs> that's a good film. It is a good film. That will that will probably not be as low ranked. <laughs> look, look, it was. It, it, yeah, look, this film has definitely left kind of like a bad taste. Kind of I'm like, just annoyed. Yeah, like I'm annoyed. Now. It's like <laughs> you, it's like eating that plastic lime. It's, yeah. it's just like <laughs> you're it, not getting anything out of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? I can I can understand why people may have gone and watched this film and why it may have flopped because it's 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 close to being actually quite good. Yeah, mm. um, which but, is almost more frustrating. Yeah, yeah, but then as soon as it looks like it might be going somewhere, oh, my fantabulous <laughs> flying machine just got built. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, no, it was an accident. Oh, I'm just going to pull <laughs> this bit on my ship now. What a giant sail. Wow. I'm sailing in Mr. Megorium's Magic Emporium. It's just... <laughs> Every time I remember something good about the film, I get annoyed by two really bad things. So that's why the score ended up being so low. Like, oh, but the actual score of the film was very good. Yeah, like, the, the musical music score. was fantastic. Yes, yeah. that, that, it was that, too good. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? I forget his name. But he James, did, someone or other. He hmm. did The Dark Knight yeah. um, and Split, a whole bunch of other stuff that was really well yeah. scored. So yeah, the score the was The music good. elevated it a lot. It really did. Yeah. It really did. It was and jaunty. Yeah. But unfortunately, not enough to stop this particular ship nope. from sinking. Uh, so, Anna and Brett, thank you very much for enduring Waterworld with me. That's all right. You're welcome. Uh, should we start the Ulysses Cut now, the three-hour one now? Yeah, yeah. Put you that on you go load it up while I tell the people yeah. at home. Yeah, great. Yes. You do that. Stephen and I have to do something else. Cool. Yeah. No, I'll keep but... the seats warm. Yeah. 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 No, that's great. I'll, that's I'll good. pause it at the start. Yeah, so you Anna, if you, oh, can, yeah, sure. if you can just get the car started, I'll be down as soon as I've spoken to the Absolutely. audience. Absolutely. Is that to go... Get popcorn. Okay, cool, 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 yeah. cool, 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 nice. cool, cool, cool. Cool. For those of you who are listening at home while Brett's putting in the DVD, uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or any podcasting or podcatching service. Uh, we're also available on Patreon. You can get extra bonus content. Just go to patreon.com forward slash podcast. And, of course, we have a Facebook page where you can leave our suggestions for other bad films that we can watch, or maybe good ones too. Just go to Facebook and search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club. But that's all for this week, so until next time, have you ever seen paper? Okay, I'm, I'm pressing play. Are you coming back?
You have been listening to a Thought Jar Productions podcast. For more information, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com.